God bless you, God bless you, and God bless you, people of God. Welcome again to your number one podcasting show, CBT Change by Truth, where I'm your host, Minister DK, and I'm not here to excite you about what might be in your life, but to invite you to what shall be in your life. Hey, look, I'm so excited because now we're actually moving into season two. This is season two of this podcast, and I'm so excited because God has played it on my heart to share with you the remainder in all of this season, something that's going to excite you, motivate you, stimulate you, and move you into a greater you within you. And the thing that we're going to talk about in this season is you. We're going to talk about you and the favor you have, the power you have, and the, and, and the authority you have, and everything that God has given you, knowing, God knowing who you are, what you are, where you've been, what you've done, how you failed, how you've messed up. God knowing all those things, he still chose you to carry his name and his power. So grab your faith, open your heart and get ready. Season two, we're coming and we're talking about you. So get ready. God's got a message and a blessing for you. God bless you. Hallelujah. Father, we bless you and we give you glory and we thank you for um, life. We ask God that you would encounter our mind and heart concerning this word, God, that we would be empowered by your truth. Give us your glory and keep us, God, this day. Make us better than we were before this day, God, that we may be able to walk with you in the glory of this day. In Jesus' name, amen. Scripture says in uh, 1 Corinthians uh, 6 and 19, What? Know ye not that your body is a temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own. For ye are bought with a price, therefore glorify God in your body, and in your spirit, which are God's. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Um, I want to talk to you this morning. I don't necessarily want to teach or preach to you, but I want to just conversate um, concerning something God has laid upon my heart. Um, we're living in a day and a time now where the people of God are not really truly uh, coming into the real revelation of the spirit of God which liveth in them. We are in a day and time where the people of God now have become comfortable, so to speak, concerning the power that flows within their spirit. There seems to be um, an ease or there seems to be a comfortability that has now manifested itself in the believers of today um, that causes us now 
to be relaxed with the kingdom of God living, moving inside of us. Um, we have gotten so comfortable with not seeing the glory of God until now. Um, we believe that um, the glory of God is no more than a Sunday service, a shout, run, jump, or telling somebody, God bless you and I love you and God is able. Or we have now turned the glory of God into a spiritual Christian phrase that we say now, which in our mind seems to be that we believe that exemplifies the power of God. If I take a candle and I light the candle, I go outside at two o'clock in the afternoon, you can still see the candle burning, um, but you don't get the full glory and power and strength of the flame of that candle. You can appreciate it in the daytime because uh, you can still be burnt by it. Hallelujah. But until you go outside in the darkness of night, until you go outside where there is no light, until you get in a place where there is, uh, you can't find your way because of obscurity and darkness, that's when you really come into the real revelation of the light of that candle. That's when you come into the understanding that not only is this candle, regardless of how small the flame is, it's able to now illuminate what is around me to give me direction concerning what God is doing within me. And a lot of times because of now our comfortability of the daytime, we have lost now the reverence and the power of God in the nighttime. And so now... We have to come to a place now that we realize that there's more to God than a hallelujah. There's more to God than a God bless you. And this is what I want to talk about because many of the people of God have come into a place now where we have become comfortable with God living in us. Therefore, we have become comfortable with God not manifesting his true power in our life. When God begins to manifest his true power within uh, your life, he has to put you in a place now where darkness prevails. He has to put you in a place now where it seems there is no hope. He has to put you in a place now where it seems that you're about to lose your mind. And when he puts you in a place that people need to see the glory of God, the wonder of God, the power of God, the move of God, he then places you in a place that he can use you. He places you in a place that people can see his glory within you. He places you in a place, brothers and sisters, that he can use you. In this day and time now, people have become comfortable with not being used by God because they have become comfortable never being used by God. What causes us now to live a life of God that is yielded to God but never have seen the power of God use us as vessels? The revelation that God has given me is very simple and that is that God cannot use what's already being 
used. One more time. God cannot use what is already being used. In other words, if God's going to use you, if you want God to use you in his power and in his glory, then you have to stop then allowing yourself to use yourself. Many of the times when God wants to move in your life, you have to recognize that you've already moving in your own life because of your own perception, your own understanding, your own plans. So then the question I ask now, if we're going to be used by God, if we're going to be available for God to come in and use us, we have to ask ourselves a couple of questions. One, what does he want to use concerning us? Number two, how then am I going to make myself available so that when God comes to me, he recognizes that he don't have to fight with me concerning me using my own self. Hallelujah. Because in this day and time now, the reason why the world is in such chaos and there's so much turmoil going on is because the body of Christ is not available, oh God, to be used by God. We're uncomfortable around people who don't know God. We're uncomfortable around people who are searching for God. When did it be that the light now has become uncomfortable in darkness? Hallelujah. So what God wants to use now, he wants to use your life. He wants to use your life. He does not want to use your body. Hmm. He does not want to use your soul. Ah, he does not want to use your spirit. But he wants to use your life. What is the difference between your life and your body, soul, and spirit? Your body, soul, and spirit together with the hand and the power of God make up the totality, the experience, the wisdom, the glory of your life. But what we do is we yield now our emotions to God or we yield now our body to God whenever it's crucified or we yield our spirit to God whenever it's available and subdued to God. But we have to come to a place that we recognize in order to be used by God, we have to allow our spirit, soul, and flesh under the power of God to be used for the glory of God. And until that time, we, we give God portions of ourselves. We give him, oh God, uh, with the clapping of our hands or the shouting of our feet, our flesh, we give God now praise. And then sometimes we'll come into his presence and we'll testify and tell people how good God's been. And that's from our soulless experience. Or sometimes we'll come in and we'll allow God to give us a truth, a revelation, and allow him, oh God, to be used, to use one part of our spirit to tell somebody something God is good. But when do we come together and we submit our whole body unto God? We allow then the glory of God to bear witness that God can do the impossible. Hallelujah. Bible says that now we should learn, oh God, to give God glory 
because we have the Holy Ghost, the Holy Spirit within us. We have been given our God, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit represents dunamis, power, electricity. He represents the movement of life, the revelation of God. He's the mind of God. He's the truth of God. He's the power of God that moves, that gives us being and wealth. He is the truth, the voice crying out. The Holy Ghost is now the active power now submitted to God to bring into manifestation the mindset of God in a person's life. We have to come to an understanding that God wants to use your life, not a part of your life, but he wants to use the totality of your life. And this is the reason why many of us have not seen God use us because we have not understood what it is that he wants from us. He don't want part of your soul, part of your flesh, part of your body predicated on what you want to give. He wants to use your life and your whole body. And the reason why he wants to use your whole body, because he has redeemed and paid a price for what he now owns, which is you and I. That's the revelation. When do you give God what he has paid for? And stop trying to disown him from his property. You are not your own. Bible says you are not your own the reason why God cannot use many of us the reason why we struggle for God's trusting God the reason why we have a problem now allowing God and believing God and submitting to God because we have come to a place in the body of Christ in this day and time where many people do not recognize that they are they don't belong to themselves you have been bought purchased Paid for with a price. And that price that you have been paid for is you've been paid for by the blood of Jesus. And when you allow Jesus to take his blood and cycle it through your body, you now become a living witness, testimony, a living vessel glorified by the power of God. A body yielded to God without his blood is just an individual who looks like a corpse, moves like a corpse, acts like a corpse. A corpse is a zombie, a person moving with no life in them, the walking and living dead. But when you allow God to cycle his blood, which paid for your body, and your body and his blood come together, you become a vessel now that can be used by God. Glory to God. So now, We come back to the understanding that if God is going to use you, you have to now give God ah, what belongs to him. If you're going, if you want to see the glory of God in your life, you have to give God ah, what belongs to him. If you want to see the manifestation of the power of the Holy Ghost, perform miracles, perform healings, perform deliverances, give wisdom and knowledge, prophecy and heal people in your life. Ah, you've got to give God what belongs to him. You've got to surrender your life so he can use it because God's not going to fight with you to use you when you still want to be in control and possession of you.
You've got to surrender. You'll never see the full glory and the purpose of your life. You'll never see the revelation of the pain that you have been through, the heartache that you have been through, the disappointments that you have been through in your flesh. You'll never see your flesh and the disappointments of your flesh merge together with the emotions of your soul, your memory, your intellect, your emotions, your all of the things that's in your soul composed together with the Spirit of God. When those three come together and God's blood runs through your life, he gives light and illumination to his purpose in your life. Glory to God. So the question that you have to ask yourself, if God wants to use my life, all of my life, he wants to use it because it belongs to him. How hard is it for you to understand that you don't belong to yourself? How many times have God come to you to use you and get ready to use you, but he could not use you because he could not find and take possession of what he paid for with his blood. How many times have God's blood had to fight with your blood? Glory to God. Look at your neighbor and tell somebody, oh God, I need a blood transfusion because your blood is not able to do what his holy blood did. Your blood is not able to purchase and redeem and to drive back the forces of darkness like his sinless blood is. Now, God, you got to, you've got to understand He's trying to get his blood in your body. He purchased your body because he has life to put into it. But God's not going to fight with you. This is why so many people in Christendom now have never been used by God because they refuse to let the tra they refuse to let oh God the blood transfusion take place. They refuse to be drained and to be taken out of the way and allow the Spirit of God to infuse or to to translate the power of God's blood in their life. Glory to God. He's purchased you. I'm going to say it until it gets in your spirit. God has purchased you. I know you may be grown. I know you may be of age. I know you may have been in God for a long time. I know you may have even acquired some things in life. I know you've been through some things in life. I know God have allowed you to experience things. I know you have the will and we're free will more agents to do what we want to do. But at some point you have to come to the revelation that God knows what to do with you better than you know what to do with yourself. He has purchased you and God never purchases anything that he does not have full wisdom and knowledge of for it is not oh God you that have made your own but he has chosen you and filled you with his Holy Ghost and purchased you at some point you've got to come to the revelation which means the revealing of the truth that God is ready to use you but he can't use you when you're hooked on using yourself 
Sometimes when you've had enough, God says, no, I want to put you in. Sometimes when you get in the way, God says, no, I need for you to move out of the way. Sometimes when you say, I'm not saying nothing else, God says, no, I need you to declare the word of God. Sometimes when you don't want to touch a person, God says, no, I need you to extend your hands and pray for a person. Sometimes, oh God, when God needs you to speak a word, you said, no, I'm going to keep my mouth closed and swallow a word. At some point, we have to stop fighting with God. This life is not about you and I. Our trials are not about you and I. If our life was about you and I, oh God, then Jesus Christ would have never died on the cross because his life would have been about him. But because his life was about you and I, you have to come to the revelation that your life in Jesus Christ is about somebody else. Glory to God. Know not that ye are not your own, but you have been paid for with a price. God has purchased you with a price. When you think about it, every day we live in uh, a dispensation where we are purchasing things, buying things supply and demand and you'd never buy anything that you don't have a demand for you never purchase anything i pray to god you don't that you don't have a need for anything that we pay for from drugs to food from clothes to gas to whatever it is from day-to-day life you purchase it because you have a use for it you have a need for it you have a demand for it that's the only reason why you go to a supply because you have plans now on what you're going to do but the same thing with God God can't fill you with his life if you refuse to give up your own life We have to come to a point where we realize that he has chosen us and it's not ourselves that have chosen him. Because when we allow God to use us, when we allow God to have his way, oh God, with what he has redeemed, we see a most glorious thing. And this is what I want to talk about. After we realize that we have been filled with the Holy Ghost and we have not purchased our own self, but God has purchased us and our body belongs to him. When we realize that the Bible says that, oh God, do you not take a light and put it under a bowl or a bushel or put it under a bed? But when you put a light upon the light stand in its proper place uh, then everything is revealed uh, when a house is on a hill it is seen from afar and everything in the house when the light is on the light stand everything is illuminated by the light revealed by the light nothing is hidden because of the light because when the light is in its proper place when the light has been placed and used by the one who has purchased it it gives off a glory so wonderful until everything not only in the life of that light is seen but everything that is connected in in the ambience and the surroundings of that light is illuminated by that light which means that God can place you in the proper place if you yield to God and you can see the glory that is in your life touch people, places and things that you never thought about 
The reason why many people are not saved and healed and delivered and inspired by God is because many of us are not on the light stand where we belong in. But many of us have been placed under the bed or under a bowl. Therefore, our light now is controlled by many different issues in our life. If you put a light under a bowl, it will burn for a couple of seconds. And then because of the lack of oxygen, the light now goes out. Does not mean the, the, candle, is, the candle is still there, but it is not in operation. It is sitting in darkness because there's no air, which means in order for you to burn, you have to have the word of God circulating through your body. Air represents the spirit of God. A child of God who is not in relationship with the spirit of God is a child of God that does not give off the glory of God. And many people have been placed underneath bowls, glass bowls, People can see the strength of your candlestick, but they refuse and they cannot find the glory of your flame. How many times have you been quenched? How many times have you been misplaced? How many times have the word of God been taken and manipulated out of your life, which causes you not to give off and reveal the power of God in your life? Do you not put a light underneath a bowl? Or do you not put it underneath a bed? When you put a light beneath a bed, it still has air, it still burns, but the glow of the light is dimmed down until you have to be in that bedroom within that house to see, well, God, what God is doing, which means that sometimes because of your revelational power with God, sometimes because of the way God can use you, certain people will put you in places to dim down your light. They don't want to take it out like the bowl, but they'll put you beneath a bed to give you the chance to glorify God, but they have to control the area that you glorify God in. In other words, they don't mind you being used as long as you're used the way they want you to be used. They don't mind you being seen in the power of God as long as you're in the location they need you to be seen in the power of God. This is an issue because even though you're living and you're glowing and you're beneath the bed and you're giving off light, you're still not in your proper place because you have not yielded to God. Many of us are yielded to people, yielded to our pastors, yielded to our prayer partners, yielded to ourselves. We still have not given up what has belongs to God or what God has purchased for himself. But when we allow God to put his hands upon our candlestick, when we allow God to pick us up and take possession of what he has purchased and he places us on a prepared place, on a candle stand, when he places us on that candle stand, the whole house is illuminated because the child of God has been purchased by God, is placed in the place of God and God gets the full glory out of your life. 
In other words, if you let God place you where you belong in your life, the whole house now is illuminated. The whole house has the glory and the glow of God in it. In other words, everybody and everything in the house is touched by the power and the glory of God. Your whole house can be saved. Your whole house can be delivered. Your whole house can be healed. Your whole house can be picked up and changed and washed in the power of of the blood of Jesus if you let God place you in your proper place. If you give God what belongs to him, you won't have your children running around on the streets doing drugs. If you give God what belongs to him, he can use you, oh God, to heal every sickness around you. If you give God what belongs to him, he can cause the demons that are in people causing havoc in their life, oh God, to go back to hell and release the glory of God in their life. All of this can be done when we stop using ourselves and let God now be glorified in our life. Get out of, look at the neighbor and tell your neighbor, get out of the way. The reason why we are stalled in God is because we won't yield to God. The reason why God cannot use us the way he has purposed to use us is because we won't stop using ourselves. You have to surrender your life to the Lord and let God use what he paid for. At some point you have to realize that your blood is not plentiful. Your blood is not operable. Your blood is not worthy like his blood is. So how dare we be a child of God and call God our Lord and Savior and God is now fighting with us to use us. God is now contending with us. Oh, it's God to use us. God is now wrestling with the, with the vessel that he purchased because we get more glory out of ourselves doing with what we get more glory out of ourselves doing with ourselves what we seem right to do instead of giving God, oh God, what he purchased, mm, what he died for, mm, what he came for, mm, what he interceded for, what he hung for what he bled for, what he was nailed for, what he died for, what he went to hell for, and ultimately what he rose for. He rose to come and purchase and get back you and I. And I want to encourage you in this recording. I don't know how dim your life is. I don't know how complacent you have become. I don't know where you are in your walk with God. But you have to ask yourself the question, have you seen the power, the true power of the spirit and the manifestation of God's glory in your life? And I'm not talking about telling somebody God is good or going to church or realizing what you have in your life and how good God has rained on you and your income and your job. I'm I'm not talking about that. If you have never seen the move of the kingdom of God manifest in your earthly life, if you have never been in a place where you have recognized that the angels of God is all around me because God is now using me for his glory, when God uses you for his glory, he draws sinners unto you. When he uses you for his glory, people who don't know God come to see God. When he uses you for his glory, your life now 
comes into a position where sicknesses leave, where demons can't stay, where healings take place, where your mind becomes fruitful instead of barren, when he uses you for his glory. The Bible says, when I cast out demons with the finger of God, the kingdom of God is upon me. If you've never been used by the power of God to the point where the kingdom of God rests in your atmosphere and envelops you to use you, then that simply means that God has not filled your life with his glory because your life is too filled with your own self. Glory to God. Father, I bless you. And I thank you for your spirit. Forgive each one of us, God, for getting in your way. Forgive each one of us, God, for thinking we know better than you do. Forgive us, God, for coveting and keeping something that does not belong to us instead of surrendering what you have paid for and allowing you, God, to have your property. We yield ourselves and our heart to you, God, without thought. We live now to be used by you. We move now, God, to be moved in by you. We desire, God, to be filled with your glory that another person that does not know you may believe you, God, because of the glory and the light that they see moving and being used inside of us. Have your way. Have your way. Glorify yourself and help each one of us, God, to move out of ourselves so you can move within us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, people of God, that's all we have time for today. I pray you enjoyed what you heard and your life was changed. You have to remember, in all of your getting, the main thing you have to get is an understanding. It is with an understanding in the faith and the power of the word of God that we come into true change. Because remember, without truth, you cannot be changed because we're only changed by truth. See you next time. God bless you.